Welcome back to another episode of Be Fearless Podcast. And today, oh my God, our guest is fantastic. I can wait to introduce you to him. Um, he is a catalyst for personal growth. He is on a mission to transform the lives of 1 million people. And he teaches how to intentionally create the life they you all desire and stop waking up feeling uncertain, fearful, and unmotivated. Let's welcome the one and only Dr. Greg Persley. Hi. Hey, Dagmar. How are you today? So great. Great to have you here. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hopefully I can add some value to your listeners and give them some some principles that will uh, will help them, you know, create the life they want to create. I, I am pretty sure you will, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so for the audience, the people that is uh, watching you for the first time and getting you to know you, can you let us know who is Dr. Greg Persley? Who was his dream growing up? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm Dr. Greg Persley. I uh, am a chiropractic physician. I've been uh, doing chiropractic for over 15 years. I have a uh, Integrated Medical Clinic, which is about regenerative medicine or stem cell injections. Uh, we do chiropractic, we do rehab, and we do uh, bracing, and uh, it's grown quite a bit, 333% in the last 200 or last two and a half years, so quite big growth. Um, so uh, taking a lot of the business training from different uh, places and implementing it. Um, and that's what I loved about this podcast was the be fearless because I had to be fearless in order to uh, do some of the things I did, which we can talk about. And then I created an online course. Um, so my history is my wife and I have two kids. Um, we have a daughter and a son. When my daughter was two and a half, our son was born. He was born with dwarfism and it was a random genetic change. We had no idea the day he was born. We uh, were sitting there talking and holding him. And I was sitting there in the hospital room and the doctor came in and said, we need everyone to leave. We got to talk to the parents. And we were like, well, what's going on? So he ended up having a lot of medical issues, complications, and uh, was on a trachean event for eight years. So he had, you know, life support basically. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, at the end of 2018, he got better and he was doing really well. And so then it was, how do we rebuild our relationships and our finances and our career and our health and our faith? And that's where Fix Your BS came from. It was about the belief system of what our beliefs had to change or how our beliefs had to change in order to um, create the life we've wanted to create. And that's been over, you know, the last four and a half, five years. And it's taken a dramatic, dramatic swing. So I put the five steps into a book and uh, hopefully we'll help millions of people doing that. That's the goal. That's fantastic. And I love that you have a book. I love reading. And I, um, a lot of my audience is also, they're great readers. And um, they'll be sending me messages asking for something to read. So I'm pretty sure that they're going to love your book. So you always then decided like becoming a doctor was your dream, right? Yeah. When I was 17, I went to, I was in high school and I mm -hmm. went and toured a uh, chiropractic college. And that was the time I, I fell in love with it. I was like, man, I really want to do this. I never liked taking medication. I always wanted the body to heal itself. And uh, this was right up my alley. So I said, oh, I want to be a chiropractor. So when I graduated high school, I went to undergrad for two years, took the necessary courses to get into a accelerated science program. And uh, then I graduated as a doctor at 23. And uh, was, yeah. And in, in the meantime, I thought, let's get married. Let's have a kid because, mm -hmm. you know, grad school wasn't hard enough, you know. Um, 
but but people ask a lot. They ask, well, how how many hours does it take to become a chiropractor? And I said, well, for the average bachelor's degree, it's 120 credit hours to get a bachelor's degree. I have 420 credit hours. Oh, so, wow. Uh, yeah. So it, it takes a lot. And where, um, where you are located? You... I'm in Missouri in the right Missouri. in the middle. Yeah. Right in the middle of uh, the United States. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I went to basic training to uh, for Linwood, Missouri, 24 uh, yeah. years ago. Awesome. Well, 24 right. years ago. So Linwood. when you were like, when you were like five or what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people ask me, tell me the same thing. When, when yeah. you were five when you were listed? <laughs> That's no. right. Yeah. I was really young. I was 19, actually, yeah. when I enlisted. So. Yeah. Well, you still look young today. That's the important. Yeah. yeah that's well, important. I'll take Thank care. you. Thank you for your service, by the way. I really appreciate people that are in the um, armed forces in any way, shape, or form. So appreciate that. You're very welcome. It was an honor. And I'm pretty sure that if I was given the opportunity to do it all over again, I probably would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, how was that shift from becoming, from being a doctor to actually going into entrepreneurship, into developing, helping all the people develop? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really, I just reached a point where I kept asking myself, can I keep doing what I'm doing the rest of my career? And the answer to that was absolutely not. I just, I wasn't happy with my career. I wasn't happy with the amount of money I was making. I didn't know how to expand. Um, I'm always obsessed with this idea of what am I capable of? What am I able to actually produce in life? Um, and I, I really think one of the biggest travesties in life is people settling. Mm-hmm. They, they just, they kind of stop fighting for their dreams and they yes. just give up. And, I totally uh, agree. Yeah. And it's, it's really not that much further. Uh, if you've ever read Sharon Lecter's book, Three Feet from Gold, it just talks about generally people's dreams are just on the other side of a little bit of, 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 uh, of grit. Of, yes. of removing that, you know, just saying, I'm going to do it no matter what, because I believe in it. And belief is so important. And I love that you said that. I love that you it said is. that because recently I had a situation when uh, one of my clients was going through that cycle of, uh, um, I, you know, frustration of not seeing materializing everything that they were putting, all the work that they were putting in. And I was like, you have to keep going. You cannot stop mm. now because it is, it is like a, this is precisely that a cycle, right? If you, when you're consistent and consistent, you're just building up until it's like a now, bomb. Now, when I work with people one-on-one and I, and I have groups and things that we work on it, we call it my inner circle, but when I work with them, one of the things I make sure they understand is that they're taking consistent, but also mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. actions. Exactly. And so a really great example I give for that is, let's say you said, I want to run to the top of that hill. Okay. You said, I'm going to run to the top of that hill. And I, the end result is I want to be on the top of that hill. And you hop on a treadmill and you take so much action and you just keep running and you keep running, you keep running. And you're like, I'm not getting anywhere. How come I'm not getting closer to my goal? Well, it's because you're doing the correct action, but you're not doing it in the correct way. So you've got to make sure that you model Mm -hmm. other people that have already got the result you are wanting to get and say, what were the actions they took? So then you can be consistent exactly. with the correct actions. Yeah. And sometimes it's just take a little, also a little bit of time too. Um, in the case that I'm talking, it was like just a matter of a couple of days and then started, she started seeing all the things that she was looking for. And I was like, you see, you can just give, give up. And a lot of people does give up like three feet from, 
from exactly their yeah, goal. Three feet from gold. Yeah. Three <laughs> feet from gold. Well, and, and here's the interesting thing. When I do, um, when I do keynotes, um, I talk about one of my favorite keynotes that I do is I talk about three steps. Okay. You're, you're only three steps away from any life you want to create. Okay. The first step, and if people are listening, they should literally write this down. The first step is you have to create a clear and concise vision of the future that you want. Now I do that in five pillars, relationships, career, finances, health, and faith. Those five things are my pillars to say, I want to develop a strong foundation. So what does that look like for me? And I create a clear, concise vision of what I want it to look like in a year or five years or 10, however you want to do it, but in the future. Number two, the second step. This is where the, what we were just talking about, the, cle- the, the, the um, consistent and constant and correct action. So you take consistent, constant, correct action toward that vision every day, day in, day out. That's who you are. That's who you become. Mm-hmm. And so you just keep moving in that direction. Now, number three is where everybody trips up. This is where everybody loses it. It's where faith comes in and it's eliminate all of your control over the how and when that vision will become a reality. See, people want to try to pull it forward too quickly and then they get frustrated because they're, they're, they're expecting it and they, they say it should happen right now. Well, who are you to say that it should have happened by now? You know, you're not really in control of much. You're in control of you and your emotions. So I tell people all the time, that third part is where they mess up. So that's where the contentment comes in of, I am living my purpose. I'm moving toward my vision. I'm taking action every day. And guess what? When it happens, it happens. I'm I'm happy in the moment of taking action. And that's where my happiness lives, is in the moment, not in the end result. Yeah, I totally agree. And I love that you also mentioned faith because mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's the system of belief that we we have or the story, let's say, like it's the story that we have told ourselves mm. of how I'm supposed to live my life or how we were actually programmed to live our life. Right. And it, when it comes to to the reality is that sometimes you have to step out of the bounds of what you've been told you can do mm, because your yeah. given purpose is not there. It's actually outside that boundary. Um, so, so people, a lot of times they like, you have to define um, when you talk about the, um, the, the information that you've downloaded or um, what's the word you just used the um, program. The program. Yeah. So people talk about programs a lot and I don't use that word a lot, which is why I couldn't recall it right now because <laughs> people think it's like, oh, it's, it's just, you know, it's just part of who you are. Well, you got to understand when most people are talking about programs, what they're talking about is the beliefs they've developed from the experiences they've had. Mm-hmm. So experiences all the way back to when you were a child, you had an experience and you said this equals that you connected those things, this experience or something similar equals this emotional response or this meaning. If you take the emotion out of it, you realize that experiences and things are just those. They're experiences and things. They are not the emotion that you've attached to them. So you actually have the ability to take a moment when an experience happens and and when an emotion comes up and ask, what is this emotion? Where is it coming from? Why is it here? And those are the people that become emotionally mature and those are the people that have more control over themselves and the 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 experience 
in their life because they can actually choose to put themselves in positions that they re- that they get the emotion that they actually want. Yeah. See, if if you're constantly at the effect of everything around you, then you you have no control over over your own emotions. So therefore you're, you're, you're at the mercy of your, your experience or any events that happen around you. And that's a really complex thing that I just said. So take, you know, people have to work on it. It, It's not easy in the beginning and it will become frustrating. Um, I talk about the three T's. I learned this from a guy named Brandon Dawson. He's genius. You just love the guy, but the three T's transactional, transitional, transformational, Mm -hmm. transactional, is who you are moment to moment, the, the person that you have become that's easy for you to become. When you're trying to grow into someone new, you go through a transition that's transitional yes. in order to transform. And that's when things get uncomfortable and where people tend to try to quit. They go, oh, well, this is too uncomfortable. That's supposed to happen. Exactly. If, you ex- <laughs> if you expect it, then you're like, oh, this is supposed to be here. So it's just uncomfortable and it'll it'll go away eventually when I do enough repetition. And so once you understand the principles of life, things don't, they're just not so uncertain. You get a lot more certainty and control and excitement about, well, when something bad happens, bad, which means I deem it bad, um, then it's just like, oh, well, what can I learn from this? And how does that exactly. work? And yeah, and it's not as not as emotionally, you know. <laughs> that, that's what I tell people. You have to take your pains, your frustrations, your disappointments, um everything bad everything negative every bad experience that you have gone through and see the positive that came out of it what you learn yeah in the last chapter of my book last chapter it's called r.i.p it's my favorite chapter Uh, i love it it might be the second to last which one Had to look it up here. Anyway, it, but RIP, RIP. So the reason why I named it RIP is because in order to become the person you want to become, you have to kill off the person you were. Exactly. And what I mean by that is the old beliefs and the old habits. Yes, yeah, the last chapter, chapter 12, RIP. Yeah. Uh, 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 you can't even see it. Come on. Uh, uh, it's a, it's, uh, anyway. I guess it's a light one. It's there. Uh, it's there, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, RIP stands for, um, R stands for retrospection. So you have to look back at your past and the the connections that you've made with the experiences you've had and relook at them and say if they're still the correct um, way to look at them, or maybe there's a different way of looking at them and take the emotion out of it. Exactly. You know, you look at traumatic events that have happened and you say, well, you know, what can I learn from this? Is there something good about it? Is there something bad? Is there something else that another way of looking at it? I stands for introspection. So you got to look inside yourself and you've got to say, who am I? to me and who do I want to become and what's acceptable in that and where, what are my standards and really define that because most people I have found are living someone else's life. They're living someone else's standards. They're living someone else's version of their life. Um, And the number three is stands for P stands for projection. So projection is like project into your future and figure out who that person is of that you want to be and start becoming that person. Now start acting like that person, because if I want to be a CEO of nine clinics and the owner of nine clinics, who do I need to be in order to do that? Well, I have to be really good with my schedule. I have to be really good at controlling my time. I have to be a really good leader. I have to be really good with money. I have to be a really good visionary. So I started studying and becoming those things. So then I'm already there before the physical reality actually occurs. 
I totally agree. And I love that you said that because a lot of people don't, don't get it. They get too scared by that transformation phase and they don't accept, you know, they just like turn around and they just like hide in the loop corner. And like you said, you have to, you have to go through that process in order to achieve or become the person that you want to become. Mm-hmm. Um, now you, um, our animation to transform 1 million lives. Mm-hmm. How how you came up with that idea? What motivated? How far are you in the process? Tell <laughs> us about that. <laughs> um, I'm in the tens of thousands currently, um, but you know it's really one of those things that snowballs and that tens of thousands will turn into hundreds of thousands, which will turn into millions pretty quick. I mean, um, I mean, what's a million? It's it's a hundred times a thousand. Is that right? Or a thousand yeah. times a thousand, something like that. <laughs> I think it's a thousand times a thousand. Anyway, so a thousand lives, you know, change a thousand lives if they all tell one person. But my, you know, the, the reason why it came out is simply because, you know, in in what my family went through, um, which is not saying it's better or worse than anybody else's. That's not the point. The point is, is that during that time, I was able to really be introspective and try to figure out what this really meant. Cause I could have taken it a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I could have said, why me? I could have said, Oh, this sucks. And I hate this. Blah, blah, blah. And there were moments of that. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't live there. Um, but I, I figured out that there are principles of life that never change. And the more I listened to people like, um, well, the books like uh, Think and Grow Rich or people like Jim Rohn or Bob Proctor or Tony Robbins or, you know, Tim Story or, you know, just all these really great guys and and, and ladies, too. I mean, there's some great women, um, Sharon Lecter. And uh, I'm just looking at my bookshelf like, gosh, dang, you know, <laughs> so there's there's Stephen R. Covey. And um, I'm just like, there's so many books I can't even go there. Anyway, but the point is, is the more I learned, the more I realized that they all had the same principles, just wrapped in different wrapping paper. It was the same stuff. So it was like, oh, well, th- th- things aren't as complicated as you might think. It's literally as simple as like the principle of planting seeds in the spring and harvesting them in the fall. And Bob Proctor used that and Jim Rohn used that and, and other people did too. But it's that simple. It's like you can't change that principle. It is what it is. And if you work with it, and learn how to till that garden and use that. And mm-hmm. then, then you get a better harvest. Well, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. So I felt like it was my duty. If I learn something and it is um, a, something that swells up from inside of me that is, is beneficial to others. And I don't share that. That's very selfish of me. Um, so I, I felt like it was just my duty. I was like, man, I'm obligated to really tell just my story is very interesting, but what I learned through that so I can have, Hey, you can have five steps to, to get the five pillars, to build the five pillars of your life to where you really enjoy those pillars. Cause here's what I found. Most people end up in a place in the future. They don't want to be. That's right. They wake up one day and they go, I don't like my life. I don't like where I'm at. I don't like my relationship. I don't like my career. I don't like my money. I'm unhealthy and I have faith in nothing. And I'm unhappy with all of that. And that's called depression. And so I wanted to help if I could help even one person. Um, I was like, I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta put it out. And I tried to condense this book down. I think it's only like 120 pages or something, but I tried to condense it down to make it so simple because when you pick up a big book, 
sometimes it's daunting. You're like, oh, I don't even know where to yes. get started. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I will, I will sit down and read 200, 300 pages in a, in a, you know, and I sit easily, but there's yeah. people that you show them book this thick and they're like running the other way. <laughs> yeah. My buddy, uh, Ed Milet, he wrote the power of one more and a great guy. I love and, that book. Yeah, I love book. it. But if, to a lot of people, it's just, it's bigger, it's daunting. And they're like, oh, no, you know, um, or Tony Robbins, he wrote life force, which is like 450 pages. I'm like, dude, you, you went crazy. But um, so I really wanted to try to, to hone it into what are the most important points? So I didn't have a lot of extra fluff. It was like we redid it and shortened it. Most people redo it and try to lengthen it. I was doing the opposite. I'm like, how can we just make it as clear and concise? And every chapter has action steps. So it's really simple to um, to work through and uh, in any way. And then there's a bonus bundle at the front. You can get the Fix Your BS bonus bundle. It's just extra stuff, me talking to people. Um, but I was I was very fortunate too that Pete Vargas wrote the I don't know if you know Pete Vargas but he's a friend and he wrote uh, the I, forward for me. I think I do believe who Pete Vargas is. It's just like matter of um, placing the face with the with the name. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. rings a bell. It rings a bell. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure I've okay. seen him. I just can't remember exactly his face right now, but. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm definitely going to get your book, which is actually available in Amazon, you guys. So you need to go, y'all need to go right now. Well, not right now, after the podcast <laughs> is over and go to Amazon and look for Fix Your BS Belief Systems book by Dr. G. Okay, so remember, just go to Amazon once this podcast is over. Um but you also um, have another tool that kind of like gives your audience a um, yeah an, an answer of you know if they actually need to fix their BS or no, and you call well, it like fix the BS quiz, right? Yeah. So everybody, everybody really. So what happens is, is um, I start. I'll do a presentation, and everybody comes up and they say, you know, what 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 do I need to do? What steps do I need to take? And Ultimately, if you overwhelm yourself with trying to do everything all at once, you get nothing done. And so what I did was I created a really simple 60-second quiz. Literally, it doesn't take very long, 60 seconds. And you can go to fixyourbs.com slash quiz. And what it does is it gives you the exact um, pillar that you should really be focusing on right now. And then you will immediately, I love having adding value. That's always my thing. I love adding value. So you'll immediately get an email. That not only says, it says Dr. G's prescription. I thought that was funny, but <laughs> it, it tells you what things you need to start doing right now. And then it gives you books that you can purchase, not from me, but from other individuals that will help you in that pillar. So it guides you in the right direction. It gives you new information. And I don't know if you know this, there's really only two things that are keeping you from having the life you want. Two things, new information and new habits. So new information will give you new beliefs or new understandings or new, you know, more enlightenment. And you will have these ideas spring up from inside of you, which will then create new habits, which then creates a better outcome or better end result. So you just need new and different information. So if people have, they take the quiz, it will take them literally a minute to figure out which one they should focus on first. And then they'll get an email that says, here's the things that you need to start doing in that pillar. 
Because um, what I found, I can't cover all the pillars and all the information in a, in a 45 minute. Yeah, it, it's just not possible. So, um, so I hope everybody does that, takes the quiz. Um, secondly, you'll, you'll be able to get more information from me as I um, send it out because I'm constantly learning and evolving and telling, teaching people about these things. And, um, you know, we can be very specific about which pillar uh, that you need to really focus on first. But ultimately, we want you to build up all five. That way you have a really strong foundation in all five of those areas. I love it. I love it. You guys, you have to go into fixyourbs.com slash quiz. Take your question, get your prescription <laughs> uh, on what pillar you need to be working on. That's fantastic. I love, I love everything. I love everything I have heard so far. Um, I think you're doing an amazing job helping people out there. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be achieving that million people like in a blink of an eye. Um, now, let me just just make a question i guess that you love harley davidson and love to play guitars so it's funny that you i just got this hat two days ago um uh, it, and uh I, I love wearing baseball caps i grew up on a farm i play baseball um and if you go to my instagram dr greg personally you can see i've got i did a fantasy camp last year and played some baseball with the st louis cardinals which is pretty cool but no the harley davidson hat actually came from a local harley davidson dealer I played guitar for them um, for their opening, um, like beginning of the year, you know, new inventory came in and all that. So, um, so it was funny because I just grabbed it. I was like, I love this head. It fits so well. And so I'm going to put it on. Yeah. So uh, I actually don't own a Harley Davidson. Uh, so, but. I mean, you, you don't know. need to own it, right? No, 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 no. no. I, but I love the hat. And so I told him, I said, look, I'm, a, I'm playing for Harley Davidson. I want to. I want to uh, brand myself as Harley Davidson that day. And it was the closest hat I had to me. And I wanted to play it on. But I do play guitar. Yeah, I do play guitar. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I, I needed to state the obvious, right? <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. G, for being with us today. I mean, what can I say? I'm, I'm really, really, really blessed for having you here and having you sharing your story, how you started your business and how you're inspiring in, in helping many other future aspiring entrepreneurs change their life and um, establish their businesses, which is amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys, what, ha what happened? Did, did you enjoy what you just heard today? I hope you do. Don't forget to subscribe to YouTube and to follow us on Facebook. And until the next one, don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless. Bye.